Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. This is episode 241 for those of you keeping count at home. I am one of your hosts, Shim Viscardi, joined today by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters, who is back in action in the saddle. Welcome back, Megan. I'm back. I'm COVID free. I can breathe. She's, she's alive. Great. We love it. Uh, Megan, super important question. What did you think about Pokemon Concierge? uh super adorable uh way way too short i need so much more of it uh given the the ratings of it i fully anticipate that we're gonna get more episodes which is great for me i loved it like just as it was getting started it was over <laughs> so, be, be honest megan did pokemon concierge save your life so you were I mean, afflicted with covid and yeah, did you kind of. just and like the there were so few on. things of like hope in my life at that point laying with covid taking my nebulizer mm-hmm. that i was like man what can i do right now and i was like i could just watch pokemon concierge again and man it just makes you feel so warm and happy on the inside like i i i, I struggle to think of another comfort show that I have like that. It's it watching that show was like the equivalent of playing Animal Crossing for me. Yep. Yeah, it's, it is so cozy and like the last time I I you know, the last cozy show that I can think of like that uh, is um what's the Red Panda show? Um, oh, Agretsuko? Yeah. Yeah, that's got yeah. a bit of that like cozy feel. That one's more like um that's more like cathartic uh than yes. like cozy but like i feel like it, they're like sister vibes um yeah yeah um so yeah well we're glad you're back and we're glad that you know you retained consciousness enough to play through still a, <laughs> still a top 10 still a top 10 tv show on netflix it's so yeah. good i i was so surprised by the amount of you know, discussion I would see about it on social media, me just like looking online, seeing people just, and it wasn't just people talking about how cute the creatures were, obviously the Pokemon and Pokemon concierge are adorable. Uh, But just like in general, people talking about how well they vibed with it um, and how much they wanted more, you know, that is always, I love to see it. So I am very, very happy with like how it how it was received because it was kind of a shot in the dark obviously we talk about in this this podcast about you know pokemon being slow to uptake slow to kind of adopt new kind of modalities of entertainment obviously this kind of stop motion thing was is a little different for them to kind of fully invest in at the pokemon company with netflix but i think it was a smash hit it's still doing well so i'm very excited to get some more what was your favorite Pokemon in the show? Literally every single one. <laughs> they keep showing on TikTok, especially. I keep seeing this little gif of like Furret going around that they did. Uh, yeah. And he's so, so cute. He's so cute. I just I just want 
I just want so many more episodes to see all of these. And I also would love for them to come out. And I know this is, you know, a shot in the dark here in the United States, uh, but to like come out with some sort of like knit felt stuffy collection, mm-hmm. you know, that, that mimics the designs of the Pokemon in Pokemon Concierge. Mm-hmm. They're just so freaking adorable. So, you know, fingers crossed, you know, be yeah, great this- for my uh, mental health, bad for my wallet, uh, but we'll see. This feels like again, right? Like the, I, I need the merchandise as well. Oh yeah, I, need I needed it yesterday. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, well, good. We're glad to have you back. If you're new to the show, welcome. This is your show all about Pokemon, and we love Pokemon. You love Pokemon. That's why you're here. We do the show live every Monday noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific. Twitch.tv forward slash comic book, or you can watch it live on Facebook or. Now you can watch it live on X uh, or Twitter, whatever it's calling itself these days. The the identity crisis one. Um, we have a bunch of stuff to go through today. Uh, some news, yeah. and then we'll take a break, and then we'll talk about the kind of you know the end of Scarlet and Violet, and then we'll do a Pokemon fact of the week. Let's start. Yes, we will. Do we have any reviews? We do. We do. I pulled them up. Uh, let's see. Uh, you can, for all our Spotify listeners, you can, there's a Q&A that gets posted with each and every episode that you can answer and, you know, drop a question in, things of that nature. Uh, we have uh, one from A. Wilkins 91, the silver on Spotify, Concierge was amazing. Uh, we have G-Dog saying, uh, good pod, my favorite Pokemon is Aurora. Uh, I think you should do a collab with the Shadowless podcast. Um, and then, then uh, we have uh, McGundam, uh, f- a frequent uh, live viewer. Can we get the the hot take with Christian on how both Santa and Delibird exist in the Pokemon universe? Uh, well, yeah, the, it's just the, like Delibird is Santa's familiar. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I say how how it works is there's no such thing as elves in the Pokemon universe. There are only Delibird, mm. um, and so Santa Santa and Delibird simply collaborate. You know, he probably has a herd of Delibird similar to how Ash has a herd of Tauros, um, and that's that's how that works. Um, mm-hmm. That well, that makes sense. That makes sense. We got one from a little bit ago from Matt Curtin. Amazing uh, episode. Glad to have the three gym letters back in action. I guess that this was from a while ago. Uh, can't wait for the next episode. Uh, don't forget, uh, Miss uh, Miss M needs to find her Squishmallows. Hit up a Hallmark store. They have many. Oh. I don't know if you've been Here's to a Hallmark store, Megan. I you wouldn't think it. I'm a, at least at Christmas a Hallmark fanatic. I'm part of the Keepsake Ornament Club. It's ridiculous how much I've been to Hallmark in the last like three months nothing oh, really? i've i've seen it's you know what it's it's honestly a conspiracy at this point against me <laughs> to be fair i don't think i've actually seen any in the wild either um really anyway uh it's been a hot man since i saw one so yeah so uh all right and then we have one we had one on itunes too this one's from Sal in the studio, the wild podcast. I'm a fan of the podcast. I love the podcast and listen every night. I have two questions. My first is why does Geodude only have two arms since Graveler has four? My second mm-hmm. question is tell me all the squishmallows that you have been hunting for. <laughs> uh, Megan, we know, has been hunting for Gengar. Gengar. Every size of Gengar. Any size of Gengar. Yes. 
I'll take any and all. <laughs> Megan will just be, she would just like to have one. Yeah. Uh, as far as your first question, why, is, uh, why does Geodude have two arms and Graveler has four? I mean, I always, you know, assume Graveler is just a bunch of Geodudes piling on one another. And that's why we have what we have. And that's why he's got two arms. He probably no, has more I arms. Just, just can't really no. see them. The, the and then what happens is, is that Graveler gets compressed by heat or something so much that that's how we get Golem. And then it explodes. And then it explodes. Gold. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I have, I have, no, I have, it, it, it keeps getting compressed that it can't compress anymore. That it just goes. This, this the reminds me, I have is... beef because on Twitter, while I was sick, I finally, oh. you know, checked or X the identity crisis Checked a DM, had a message from one of the listeners here who began questioning me about the validity and what Pokemon options we would have in the Pokemon universe to commit capital punishment. (laughs) And somebody brought up Geodude as an option. Somebody, they also brought up others. So I would just like to know... I will. I'm going to find you on, on Twitter. Go head up to our Twitter. I will absolutely go through and discuss the the pros and cons to this. Uh, but to the person who asked the question about which Pokemon would be best at you know seeing through capital punishment, you mm-hmm. really want us to do Pokemon After Dark. Pokemon After Dark. The, so the bad. Correct answer, the correct answer, by the way, is Spidops, which is no, a literal Pokemon that dropped nooses for people. Okay. Just saying. Uh, that's literally what that Pokemon does. I know. The worst. Uh, all right. Well, so there we go. You can leave questions, reviews, all that fun stuff on uh, on iTunes. It's the best way to support the show. Five-star review. If we read it on the air, we'll send you a sticker. And at uh, PokemonPodCB at gmail.com to do that. All right. Let's get into the news. I want to start mm-hmm. with the fashion thing first because I always love talking about these oh things. My God. But I didn't oh realize it was also controversial. Is it controversial it, just because it's expensive? Someone feel No, no. Wrong. It's controversial. So uh, the, the merchandise collaboration is between, uh, I believe these are Italian fashion brands. Fendi. Uh, yeah. Fendi, yeah, Fendi. Fendi. And then there's Fergment, Frogment, Frogmot, F-R-G-M-T. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, oh, Fragment. And Pokemon. Yeah. Fragment. Oh, Fragment. I yeah, would have fragment. never, never guessed that one in a million years. I thought so Fragment anyways, was like Christian, in, a, in a world where, where all new brands have taken out all of their vowels. Uh, like this. I, I, guys. Guys, I wear old navy flannels and t-shirts that I get for cheap. Um, so I'm not really like very fashion conscious. There's only so much headspace I can devote to things. And a long time ago, I made peace with fashion was just not going to be one of them. Uh, anyways, so these two brands are doing a cross collaboration with Pokemon. Uh, you can now go. Uh, you you won't be able to afford any of them because like even a t-shirt is eight hundred dollars. Um, yeah, it's like 820 bucks. Yeah, it's so like, you know, this is all like, and then, you know, then it's like, yeah, so you can buy it on Pokemon Go. And if you are some like richie European, then, you know, 
you can probably go and afford this while also working like 20 hours a week, like what they do over there. Um, you know, uh, any, but where this becomes controversial is because apparently some of the bags are made of genuine calf skin. Oh, yeah. Oh. Very, 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 very common for that to happen, especially with Italian handbags. Oh, so, yeah. Handbags, which, though. which in a uh, franchise that is about the peaceful coexistence of humans and magical animals that can kill us with their breath, um, having calfskin, you know, some people found this to be in poor taste. I mean, hey, let's at least I just be it. grateful that none of the collaborative Pokemon used in this collection are like milk <laughs> tank or something. <laughs> yeah. Although that said, like I, I always, I'm always a little like surprised or shocked at the Pokemon choices mm-hmm. when these collabs come up. Like, is someone like, is there just like some uh, Italian designer over at Fendi who is just like, oh, I love, I love Dragonite. He's gonna be on all our bags. Or like, yeah. like how do you pick that? Surprise me. Like, like there, there's plenty of others. I mean, hey, if you want one of the bags, you just got to shell out at least five thousand dollars. So, like, <laughs> but I mean, but like, it's like, it's like, even even when you look at like the the that classic Fendi design, which is like the, the browns with the the Fs or whatever. It's I feel like there's others. Design. Is that, is yeah. that a thing mm-hmm. that well known? Yes, come on, Christian. Like, get, get yeah, like here. Fendi. For somebody who also really just only wears thrifted clothes, I know a hilarious amount of <laughs> designer knowledge because of my TikTok <laughs> timeline. Oh, and I don't know why, uh, but Fendi's had like a really big resurgence in terms of like fashion, especially with purses. They're like vintage baguette style is like mm. super big right now, which is a lot of the bags that are being created for this collection with Pokemon is mm-hmm. that baguette silhouette. Um, and also luxury items in Japan, I think are always really interesting because for people who are fashion forward and have you know disposable mm-hmm. income, discretionary income to spend on these luxury items, a lot of them go to Japan because Japan has a huge, huge subculture of vintage luxury purses that you can mm-hmm. get for like super cheap. Um, at like thrift stores and stuff there. So like, I'm not necessarily surprised to see all of this come together with Pokemon and Fendi, just given kind of, you know, the social media, mm-hmm. you know, you know, trends that are going on right now with luxury yeah. items uh, in fashion. I do not understand why they picked the Pokemon that they pick. Well, and like um, the, the shirts look yeah. Oh, like the shirts look nice. Like, yeah, they're very I, nice. You know, I one wash, like and, you know, it's probably ruined forever. Um, <laughs> I mean, at that point, you're dry cleaning it. I just shirt. don't. It's well, so expensive. These yeah, items, eight hundred and fifty dollars. Items, it's expensive. The shirt, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's, uh, it's truly something that I cannot even begin to deal with <laughs> you know when i got my so you know my things. wedding dress i was like hyperventilating because it was so much money and i'm like wow this this purse this someone's purse gonna go someone's gonna fit my out own in right? and... costs multiple times more than my wedding dress <laughs> so Someone, someone's gonna go work out in this dragonite honestly <laughs> you know what if it, get, get your money's worth out of it Wear it every single day to every oh, single event. Man. I don't care if you're going to like, you know, if you work in a 
you know, business setting, you got to dress professionally, wear the shirt underneath your suit. No. <laughs> and the knockoffs, are, the knockoffs are already all over the place. You post. Oh, yeah. I mean, there there was no way that was not going to happen. Oh, yeah. um, but it's interesting when Pokemon always does these design situations. I just mm-hmm. am so confused by the, the Pokemon that they pick. That's what I mean. Like, is it? I always wonder if it's Pokemon saying, okay, here is a list of Pokemon that you can use for this, or if it's the designers going to Pokemon saying, can we please use this one? I feel like it has to be the first. I would be like, here's a list. Here's a list of case. collaborations probably, safe. I mean, just thinking from just like a, you know, exclusivity, you know, perspective, I'm sure for some of the other luxury designer collaborations that Pokemon has done, they probably try to keep the Pokemon separate. So like, okay, Gucci Gucci can work with Pikachu and Mm -hmm. Fendi can work with Dragonite and XYZ can continue. There's a little bit of differentiation. But then there's got to be like price tiers right like oh yeah you want pikachu you gotta pay x amount of more for that than if you want dragonite i guess that's like uh b or c tier right i mean in terms of luxury i mean fendi's fendi's cool the only kind of luxury thing that i've ever really looked at and been like ah this is really cool and i would love to see is the luxury house scaparelli has such a cool historical like background to it you know in comparison to other houses like chanel or something scaparelli is super in like innovative with its like art deco and its history i would love to see them do something with pokemon just because it would be insane it would probably make like full headpieces of like Raikou that you could wear in the street. And like uh, if you if they did that, like I would be far more willing in a world where I had the money to do this to spend money on that than to buy a little purse. I forgot Just when saying. you mentioned Gucci when you mentioned Gucci, I went to go look up one. I forgot that they did like not only did Gucci do it, but they did it with North Face. Oh and- yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I don't know. I, at this point, I guess we'll see what house, what house happens next. I, again, I put in my vote for Scaparelli, but I'm my sure God, that won't imagine happen. Like I mean, a, like for a, me, like a McQueen Pokemon collab. Black milk. So, yeah. um, you know, just like, give me, give me that, give me that McQueen Pokemon. Collab. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be absolutely insane. The amount right. of feathers. We are, fashion, we are way podcast. out of we are like you guys are only, saying words we are <laughs> you, guys, you guys are talking about mcqueen and i'm like lightning what <laughs> uh, okay but to be honest that was also my first inclination right and then i had to do a really quick pivot right now i uh it's i, I only know all this only because because the, the building where i worked at was on fifth avenue and so like yeah, oh, yeah. to work was walking so as, you were, bears, as, as you were wearing your bear skin right um you know yeah. you would sit there and look sadly into the window of gucci and yeah. one day i will i will get out of this literal you know suit of of a bear and put on something nicer no, not, um, even, not even a little bit. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, semantics is pointing out we've gone on a super tangent. Uh, anyway, we have some events going on in Pokemon Go and Scarlet and Violet. Christian, yes. uh, what do we got? Yes. So the uh, event of the week is, give me a second. Um, let's see here. So the, the, let's start with Pokemon Go or no, let's not start with Pokemon Go. I guess we can start with Pokemon Go. I thought this event was earlier. We can start with whatever you want, Christian. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> Dang it! 
what what is going on here? Um, I can't I can't find the Pokemon Go event. I I found next week's Pokemon Go event, but that does me no no good here now. So Pokemon and yeah, oh there there it is. Oh, it's the Lustrous Odyssey event. That's what started up, and that's uh, going on um, right now. Um, and this is the what introduces uh, Lichen Rock. Uh, the dusk form of Lichen Rock to mm. Pokemon Go. Um, so in order to get Lichen Rock, um, so uh, I forget, and because there's controversy involving this. this dusk form Lichen Rock and Pokemon Go. So how you get dusk form Lichen Rock and Pokemon Go is that. Uh, you literally just need to, it's a random, it's random. So it's not like time-based. It's not anything like that. It just means that only new rock roughs randomly have the evolution trait that allows it to evolve into dust form, like rock. And that ticks people off. Mm. So it's only hatched ones, apparently, which that's obnoxious. So people are annoyed about that, which, you know, it's Pokemon go. So of course they're annoyed. Um, the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet event is uh, the next seven-star terror raid will be for Blaziken the Unrivaled, which is a flying-type Blaziken, um, which almost certainly will have some sort of ground coverage to knock out electric types. Um, so yeah, so that is uh, that that is what that is. So I'm I'm guessing it's going to be yeah. Uh, so that that's that starts off this weekend, right? I had this all. Yep. And then next week is the there's the I think the cutie fly one, right? Yeah, yeah. Cutie fly is next week. Yeah, cutie yep. fly is the next one, and that introduces some new shinies to the game, which people are kind of eh about. So yeah, so that's what's going on in Pokemon Go. There's events. People are mad about it. Um, water is wet. Um, <laughs> and- <laughs> when does anybody just like? When is? I can't even remember the last time that the Pokemon fandom as a you know majority has been you know pleased with something pokemon go has done well it's interesting like so it's interesting so i i fo- i follow a number uh or i still follow a number of streamers who were like big pokemon go streamers and they've all have since like moved on to just like shiny hunting on scarlet and violet and stuff like that. But, uh, something I don't, yeah. I missed when, the context of it, but something happened over in like the last week or two where a bunch of them came out and they were just like, we would love to play Pokemon go again, but like anytime that, or, or they feel that Niantic is being disingenuous anytime that they solicit feedback from the community saying we want to make change we want to make change and then basically do the exact opposite um which feels like it feels like it's still the case yeah that's that's pretty uh, listen there unfortunately with pokemon go there is just a fundamental disagreement by how large portions of with how large portions of the fan base want to play this game compared right. to how, how Niantic thinks the game should be played. And I just don't think there's any reconciling that. Um, no, not at this point. Have they shut down? Have they shut down their other the their Pokemon Go fake? What the hell? What was that called? Oh, 
That like original one that they put. The out. original one that was Pokemon Go, but not but with no Pokemon. It was supposed to have what, an Ingress? NFT. Yes. No, 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 no. no. The NFT one? Yeah, the NFT oh, one. Uh, that means, I can't even I, tell you the name of because no one cares. <laughs> yeah, give me a second. Um, oh, what was it? Come on, somebody chat. Help us. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Um, oh, I, I am. No, because uh, uh, no, they still have a picture of it on their uh, on their website. Yeah, on their website. So about weren't they? Aren't isn't the antics supposed to be doing a Monster Hunter uh, thing it, too? That's going, that's going great. Oh, uh, it is. Monster Hunter one is nice Yeah, Monster Hunter is Monster Hunter is just doing fabulous for them, mostly in Japan. But yeah, oh, well, no, of course, Monster Hunter in Japan is. Yeah, it's doing awesome. Like Monster Hunter awesome. now is doing great. It's it's exceeding their expectations to be blown. What about they, and then they made that Pikmin one too. Pikmin right. is Pikmin. It's doing fine. Like the that one, that one I don't think is like doing much, but I don't think they needed to do much. Perido. That's what it's called. Perido. Yeah, Peridot. I was going to say Perido. Perido is what's happening. And Perido. Um, I mean, they've now moved to uh, everyone. You know, everyone's favorite thing: uh, generative AI. Uh, oh no you know what, <laughs> you know what? Like, people didn't Good. get mad at us enough for uh for the nfts how do we how do we make them even more mad at us <laughs> i just yeah, that... the tone deafness i just you know whatever <laughs> i can't i can't i'm already upset because Duolingo is now doing AI generative stuff with its yeah, translations now the reports have gone through and I haven't used Duolingo in a while, but I was so competitive with my streaks. <laughs> and oh, now God. I must find somewhere else to continue my acquisition of the Japanese language. No, that one. So, you know, I, as somebody who literally, I feel like that's all I write about right now is generative AI. Um, and oh, like, right. Because you, yeah, you deal with it all in the in between magic in the, and D&D. Like, oh, yeah. That, that's your sweet spot, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I, I as I, I put it on uh, Twitter uh, this weekend, you know, I really hate writing about this stuff, but, you know, I do get paid by the article. So, <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I'm actually I'm sure I'm sure they exist, but I'm a little surprised that like someone really hasn't tried to like come out and make a Pokemon like clone. I guess I mean, I guess that's what Peridot is, but more uh, with just like fully generative A.I., so the, the, like, the, it's one of those the, things that like someone would come up and build a really scammy looking card game uh, for. oh i'm sure i'm sure it'll happen um yeah. but the problem is is that you know uh, i mean that it's called metazoo um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that metazoo is just where people creating things just on mushrooms but that, that's fine yeah and and trying to sell it for lots of money um yeah. so yeah, uh, AI. Uh, you know, Pokemon made some like statement basically where they didn't. You know, the Pokemon, and the thing is, so generative AI. The the big issue is, is that people are rightfully worried that it is going to take away from human jobs. You know, it is generative AI. Well, there's a couple different problems. One, it, it it's just ripping off real human work, um, and right. um, you know, but right. the, plagi you know, the plagiarism concerns are. Or very, very valid. 
yeah very real um and it's not like and, a, it's not and that's not like a conspiracy thing like that's been proven and so like yeah. it's not like a, oh yeah so, so like, many times yeah. over and over again it has been proven in different yeah. ways right yeah so they so. so so the issue the issue with uh general and you know the problem with pokemon is they basically you know came out and they they released uh that in a recent interview uh, uh-huh. One of their executives said that, oh yeah, they they were can, they were looking at how AI can change shape and change their business, which you know is is not exactly a shocking answer because um, literally every business says that. Yeah, everyone. Um, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I think the big worry with uh, the Pokemon company is you know if they would ever use AI within their their card game. That's yeah, I, I can't imagine they would do that. I mean, you yeah. don't think they would, but you know. No, but, but then they do, years, and then ten years from now, who knows? Precedent has been set. Yeah, but um, yeah. This is a, a little bit of a side tangent, but going back to our collaboration conversation uh, the other day, and only mm-hmm. because I saw it pop up the other day, I don't know if any of you uh, have like those Stanley Tumblr mugs or whatever. Oh, people absolutely. Went, people, went, no. people went absolutely crazy for them this past weekend because I guess Starbucks put out one and Target put out one. Could you imagine? It was the Target Starbucks Valentine's Day oh, exclusive. That's what it is. Right. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Megan. Could you imagine if Star if Pokemon and Stanley did one did something together? I so do you remember <laughs> the, the blood? Pokemon I mean, Target has already had employees like... shed blood over Pokemon, and now it's having people shed blood over Stanley. I, I mean, they'd have to have armed guards. <laughs> I can't wait till next week until they announce a, a Pokemon Stanley. Uh, but also, I would, I would be desperately trying to get one. I would just not go in person because I would be very actually concerned. I would get here's shot. here's why I don't think it, here's why I don't think it would happen is because like Megan, what you were saying before, I don't think Stanley has the same foothold in foothold in Japan as it does here seemingly no it would definitely require a lot of footwork on part of like you know the pokemon company international like coming in and like trying to negotiate that that (laughs) that way but man i mean like all i don't have stanley i have like knockoff ones because you know discretionary income Uh, there's somewhere like yeti is standing in the background littered with pokemon vinyl stickers so (laughs) you know make your own yeah i mean legitimately you can just put stickers on them and then you, you get to do yourself you know I your need own them, i need them laser uh, etched into it megan i know but <laughs> no i would i I'm, I'm i'm here i'm not saying man it would be bad i mean i'm the kind of person that like with squishmallows i mean mcdonald's has their like squishmallow yeah. like kids meal right now oh we know oh, oh we know oh so does my house my husband we is very much aware because every time i'm like do you think that one has squishmallows <laughs> my so we you know my kids love mcdonald's because you know they're they're children sure and so we we go and we've gotten a couple of the squishmallow things and like the non plussing that goes on with like when they open up it's like oh it's a squishmallow and they're like meh it cracks <laughs> me up it, like legitimately it's like oh oh kids like you know, i'm sure I that can... thing is selling off ebay for like 40 bucks <laughs> if i could bot if i could bottle up my kid's excitement every time she opens one not knowing what she's gonna get inside i could live forever uh, it's, it's but... potent stuff man it is all right we got to take a break, pay some bills. When we get back, uh, some more Scarlet and Violet talk, Pokemon Fact of the Week, and then we'll wrap this whole baby up. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This could be, maybe, depending on how this conversation goes, one of the last times we really kind of talk about Scarlet and Violet. Maybe. As Christian is alluded to in the notes, this is the end, right? Yep. Is it? Uh, yeah. So the uh, release, so the epilogue is coming this week. Uh, it is January 11th at, uh, you know, 9 a.m. Eastern time uh, is when when the epilogue will be released and it will be the probably the last bit of <laughs> non raid content that we get for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Now, it's possible that we'll get more little stuff kind of like the um, uh, the Palkia and Dialga raids, which, you know, uh, that that was technically uh, a little mini event that they don't really talk about at all for some reason. Um, but it's, it's possible we'll get more events like that. But outside of, you know, the the raids and things like that, this epilogue is likely going to be the last actual story content that we get for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I don't think they would recall like this, the epilogue, if they had like another DLC planned for next year. You know, so... Um, this this is the epilogue. Uh, while nothing has been confirmed yet, it is highly, highly uh, hinted at that it will introduce a new mythical Pokemon, which is the um, quote unquote master of the uh, loyal three um, and is uh, the, the, the peach Pokemon that uh, kind of uh, might have uh, that, that resurrected those three and was responsible for Ogre Pond's, uh, you know, trainer or owner or friend's death. So uh, we'll get all of that here in the coming uh, week, probably. So that that is it. That is, should be the last of it, unless they announce in February that we're going to get <laughs> another batch of DLC, which I yeah. doubt. Well, I think last week, Megan, we were, we were talking about the... Um, all the Switch 2 rumors, basically. Oh, yeah. And how, you know, with Pokemon Day right around the corner, you know, what that what that may look like. And so it'll be interesting only because I the one thing I wish these games did a little bit more, because I, I can't imagine it's too hard to do based off when like things like the epilogue and stuff come out, is I wish these gave teases at the very end to kind of what's next right like like, like because it's 
I mean, not that like kids care or whatever, but like, you know, not everyone is super tied in online all the time and whatever. And so like, I think to outside of, well, yeah, expect a new Pokemon game at some point, but just, you know, just that, that little crumb, right. Of, Hey, here's what's next, but these don't do that. So there, there's a couple of, you know, so the games always have some kind of tease. Uh, towards the next game scarlet uh, sword and shield yeah yeah sword and shield had an an entire wing of their hotel that you couldn't access that was in a orange and violet you know but orange and grapes uh that that was a big reference oh Um, okay i need them to be a little bit more explicit yeah i mean it's all very (laughs) subtle details it's decor settings obscure maps book titles like it's nothing like handholdy like, sure. marvel post credits no i need i need a i need a captain america will return <laughs> oh, okay. you need I you mean, need a captain pikachu it. will return uh, <laughs> right. um like, oh so wait so wait so has there well i guess has there been any speculation then in in this uh, or there's like- there's two there's there's two uh pieces of artwork that people have kind of like fixated on uh, that those are the big rumors is the first is um, in your house there is a street uh, there's a picture that's called midday street um, which has like it says it's from a different region and people think it's like looks italian um, and the other thing is is in the academy you can go and take a look at um, uh, there's a piece of artwork that kind of looks australian like it kind of looks like um uh, I, it's not called Ayers Rock anymore, but the the large monolithic rock that is formerly known as Ayers Rock. I mean, um, it's about time we got Australia. Come yeah, people on. think. Imagine the, the, the insanity. Give me every kind. Oh no, actually, I'm rolling back everything I literally just said because can you imagine the spider Pokemon that would come out of an Australia region? <laughs> It would just be just spider ops. It would be nothing but large spider I, Pokemon. You would have to include like, an arachnophobia mode. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, it, it, it would, would have it to would have something. All, all they I, would do is yeah. a kangaroo starter, hundred percent kangaroo starter. Yeah, let Everyone me fight a kangaroo. It. No, I want look selfishly. I want the Italian one, man. I want a meat. I want a meatball Pokemon. Oh you no! Know you get mad. You would get mad when they didn't have like a spaghetti mode or something like that. Like no, no, they, what they is would, spaghetti mode? They, they, they would, they would that... sit in. They would sit in, and it's like, okay, you know, here's the picnic that you're making, and it would be some sort of like, it would it would be like, wait, you know, the canned sauce. And then you'd like break your switch in half, oh, throw sauce, it out the window. It would probably be that like the base. Let's make spaghetti, and, but they'd give you like fifteen different types of sauces. But because you didn't handmade and they weren't runny, watery, chunky tomato sauce, you would find it to be unacceptable. And then you would declare well, it to be the worst game ever. I know. I don't. I don't know if you've seen my sauce. It is not. It is not chunky or watery, one bit, Christian. Okay, but no. But like, it's perfect. Like you can make a, a flying spaghetti monster. It would literally it, just be the plot like of Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> it would be. That's what the that's what the game that's what the plot would be. Uh, we're in the, the Italian Pokemon region of Pokemon, and, Pokemon and, and it seems to be uh, raining <laughs> meatballs. <laughs> and that's the whole quest. You have to like fix global warming because it's raining. That's one of the legendary monsters. Giant meat. 
the the new uh the the new like game mechanic gimmick for the that generation would just be like rage mode where pokemon would just get really angry and start yelling <laughs> at each other um you know just you know all they can do get is offensive move. yeah just you know just a lot of shouting at each other um <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm into it. They could do some like, I mean, they could do some really cool stuff with like Florence. I mean, they're they're. I yeah. mean, there's obviously a ton of diversity that they can like do a lot of like like yeah. do a bunch of like Renaissance art inspired stuff. Like they could have like a statue of like the like David, <laughs> but it's <a> Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm, I'm I'm not against it. I'm here for it. I, I'm actually kind of sh- I'm actually kind of shocked that that region hasn't been done yet. I mean, that might be in the no, works because they, I mean between. They, Italy and Australia, honestly, it's hard for me to pick which one yeah. I would want more. I lean towards Italy now just because I'm <laughs> terrified of what spider monstrosities Australia would create. Just saying. So the, the big question is, is all we need to do is figure out what big expensive vacation the Pokemon executives have gone on recently. And that is where they yeah. will end up. Yeah, that's where the next I mean, generation will be it's, it, Honestly, from Japan to Australia, not that big of a leap. Honestly, it's, really, <laughs> so, it's, not, it's not that big of a leap. That's Well, it's really funny. So, you know, the Pokemon World Championships for, you know, had like three or four consecutive years where they were like in Hawaii. Like Hawaii mm. was like, like their place. And so apparent, like one of the jokes about that is, is like the Pokemon executives must freaking love Hawaii. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Pokemon World Championships are in Hawaii. No choice but just to send the entire country to a freaking resort in like Oahu. I'm <laughs> um, like, oh, darn. <laughs> like, uh, Hawaii to Japan is basically like Bermuda to you know us here in the states. I mean, honestly, it's not too bad. They're wanting to try to do something like a more, you know, unexpected locale. I definitely think Italy would be a great. I'd, I'd be curious if they would do Italy so close to something like Paldea, which is kind of that. Yeah. Like, european vibe that's the only thing that i would be questioning does it make more sense to do it so close to the paldea region and it's like you know mm. you know the iberian peninsula spain and all that stuff I tell you megan we're we are we are one maybe two generations away from being able to travel to all of the regions oh yeah it's gonna be great i'm gonna i'm gonna be 10 out of 10 excited could you imagine? i am I mean, yeah. I mean, there'd be so much they could do. I, I, I'm honestly, if it, if it's either Australia or Italy, I'd be, I'd be here for it. Yeah. Just a little scared of Australia <laughs> because of the spiders. But it'd be really cool if they could do like a DLC patch that's kind of like New Zealand or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I'm leaning actually towards Italy. I, I love it. Yes, I'm Me going, too. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going with Italy. So for the record, like the the a lot of the pokemon folks you know, a lot of like pokemon fans think it's australia, it's australia. dang it come on i can be okay with it if we get like marsupial evolutions yeah, just think of the the koala bear pokemon that we're gonna get we, we already have a koala pokemon it's called kamala people just no but a better one it. yeah um so i mean the the thing is is like so um you know, like like I said, the, the big tease was you know the rock. It's called Yuluru, by the way. I, I looked it up, and like it's you know when you see like the it's like on the side of the art, and you like see it, it's like oh, I know that rock. 
Um, and that actually seems like um, uh, pretty obvious thing to do. Like, oh, it's a big, it's a big monument that we can make into the centerpiece of our entire country. Hmm. Does that seem to be a thing that Pokemon likes to do? Yes. Uh, and they're going to turn it into a legendary Pokemon or a mythical Pokemon. I mean, there's a lot of cool things. You could do a lot of really cool stuff involving like the, um, like, you know, like uh, Aborigine. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a ton oh, of yeah. history yeah. and lore that they could go into. Um, yeah, sure I, I think both are great options. An evolutionary series that a Pokemon evolves into the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> 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 we no. can have Duraludon. We can have a Pokemon. That's what's going to be Duraludon's regional regional variant. Oh yeah, that's absolutely what's going to. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, obviously, I mean, you you can make you know the kangaroo jokes and spider jokes as much as you want, but there is you know a, you know a great amount of history that they could. Yeah, there's a ton of great stuff. Crocodiles, yeah, love it. So good. Well, I think the other thing too, right? Like such a big part of these games is also like the architecture. And I think like, like I said, Australia's got some really cool stuff that they can do, not only in kind of like the wild lands, but also take some of that city culture that they have uh, as well. I mean, I selfishly just want it in Italy. Yeah, because I mean, you have something built in with like the outback of Australia that they mm -hmm. could do some really crazy cave systems, you know, yeah. wild area systems. So if either of these two options are the ones, I'm going to be pretty happy with it as long as they don't absolutely, one, bore me to tears with the story, uh, and two, you know, the game actually plays on my Switch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, well that's fine. You're going to be playing it on the Switch console, too, so it doesn't be, matter. Yeah, as long, or, or the Switch too, whatever that console is going to look like. Yeah. All right. All right, let's do the Pokemon Fact of the Week and get out of here. We're to a new generation, friends. We're wow. Gen 4. Wow. Um, so we have to start things off with, of course, the grass starter Pokemon, which is Turtwig. So Turtwig's fun fact is that the shell on Turtwig's back isn't actually a shell. It is simply hardened soil, which kind of tracks if you pay attention to its evolution. But mm -hmm. that is not a shell. It's just simply really hard soil. Um, and that is something that kind of... Uh, goes along in all of its different um you know all of its different uh all of its pokedex entries and grottle also they mentioned yeah it's, it's not a shell just soil um the funny thing is about grottle is that because it is um you know it, it actually apparently has a knack for finding a secret uh secret uh spring water it ha each grottle has its own secret source of pure spring water mm. Um, and I, then, yeah. I love this line. Uh, mm -hmm. I think Turtwig is one of probably one of my favorites uh, of the starters. And I just, I freaking love Torterra. Uh, I think it was, it's a, it, Turtwig, I think of the starters is probably my least favorite, like of the base starters. But like when you look at the whole line, easily my favorite. Well, Gen Four, Gen Four is easy, easily like the best of the starter. I, I think like other than maybe Gen One, which that's just my Gen One bias showing. Gen Four probably has like the best set of starters. Uh, not a single miss in those. Uh, in those, um, I actually love Torterra. I think it's a great idea for a Pokemon. Um, it looks awesome. I also love the fact that some people just think that the world is a Torterra. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, which always makes me laugh. Uh, it reminds me of the Detective Pikachu movie. I mean, like that, that. I mean that that the how they showed Torterra in the Detective Pikachu movie was one of the coolest things. Oh yeah, like, they yeah. these things massive, and like that is cool. Like, I mean, I don't know how you stick one of those in a teeny tiny Pokeball, but sure, <laughs> sure. All right. Well, there we go. Okay. Another episode done. Done. We did it. We made it. Megan's back. She's feeling good. And I fully expect to never have to talk about Scarlet and Violet again. Well, you're going to have to talk about it for one more week. We'll talk about the epilogue yeah. and then we'll be done. Can't wait uh, to talk about the okay, but after that, I'm sure <laughs> I was like, can't wait. To... Rights. Anybody <laughs> brings up Scarlet and Violet after the epilogue, I will stop. You have been stopped. <laughs> that is what will happen. <laughs> Well, then, because anyway, then, it, you know, by that point, we're only like, what, a month out from Pokemon yeah, we Day? we will be full speculation yeah. mode for Pokemon Day. Yeah, because yep. then we'll usually, because we usually get some, we don't necessarily get teasers, but we'll definitely get. We'll be looking at legal like paperwork, the, the, trademark all paperwork, the any kind uh, of potential paperwork from Japan. <laughs> all, the, all the scooper, all the scoopers will be out and be like, ah, oh, we've got this coming or this is coming and this is coming. So we'll see. All right, folks, we appreciate you spending time with us again this week. If you want to get more involved, number of ways to do it. First, foremost, probably the most important and the most fun, the Discord. You'll find the link to the Discord in the Pokemon episode description and the Pokemon description, uh, the podcast description itself. And you'll find it as a pin post on x under our account there pokemon pods at pokemon pod cb if you want to again leave a review five star reviews uh if we read them on the air we'll send you a sticker and you can drop a question there for us you can drop a question in the discord for us we are working on getting some guests in the coming weeks and so we'll hope to to get some of that back up and running we had a bunch of really fun ones last year so we want to definitely get some more this year and then yeah otherwise if you want to talk to any one of us you can find us in discord or you can find Find us over on Twitter, X. Uh, I'm at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at Megan Peters CB. And Christian is at C. Hoffer C. Bus. Until next time, folks, may the shiny luck be in your favor. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.